97.1 FM Talk Podcast. We're here, 97.1 FM Talk. This is Ion Health. Uh, we got the gang. We got the gang all here. There's me, Dr. Steve Harvey, Dr. Michael Jones, Eric Robert, and we have our special guest, Mike Jodis from Fitness Edge. How are yeah. you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, thank you. Good. Yeah. Hey, so so we're excited to have you here with us this morning, and uh, I think one of the first things we were, we're wanting to talk about is so so uh, so you've got this gym, and we we're wondering what, what's it like around the holiday season. What's it like for people's uh, health journey during the holidays? What's it like at the gym and do people just drop out of their uh, fitness stuff when they when they're doing Thanksgiving, or how do, how does that work? Yeah, my my business model is a little bit different than the gyms that we all know. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just exclusively private training by appointment, so mm-hmm. um, we cater individually to clientele, their specific goals, their specific. Um, fitness level uh-huh. and and custom design that for them so yeah. um and on top of that you know you know we try to just make sure that people make it a lifestyle it's not yeah. really uh trying to offset uh, uh the holidays necessarily mm-hmm. uh it's not necessarily a new year's resolution january 1st we we are something about changing their lifestyle versus a temporary um burst of fitness and then a a sabbatical oh. from that time, which a lot of people do. We right. we really encourage not dabbling with it. Right, right. Staying yeah, yeah. with it on a consistent basis is the key to success. So, yeah. so you, even if they have lots of turkey, just go in and do your workout. <laughs> well, you can do that day. too. It's yeah. as long as it's turkey. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> not stuffing. <laughs> do you see, um, and again, your business model is completely different than like a box gym, but do you see a drop-off in maybe new clients or people really starting to make a change this time of year? Is it just hard for people to say, I'm going to change when I'm staring down holidays, you know, getting ready to line up here, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all New Year's and all this stuff? Or is now a good time to make a change? I think now is as good of a time as any time uh, to do it. Um, in some cases, if we look back and we take that 3,000 foot view of the client and their history when it comes to exercise or nutrition or lack of either one of those, um, that 3,000 foot view encourages them to to offset this time where we'd say, oh, you know, it's the holidays. I'll just, I'll just get after it after the first of the year. Right, I'll, just, right, I'll right. just go crazy and go to every party and drink everything in sight and, and eat everything in sight. And we really try to encourage them to try to find a balance. Yes, you can have fun. Yes, you can enjoy yourself, uh, and you should. But there's a balance there, and we try to coach them on how to do that at this potentially difficult time for a lot of people. Yeah. So I mean, if someone is sitting at home right now, and they and they said, "I'm I, this is it. I'm going to make this health change. Right. I'm gonna. I want to. Either I got off of what I used to be doing, or I never even did anything, and I want to make this change." But in the back of their mind, they say, I'm just going to wait till after the New Year's and call after the New Year's. Um, you're saying, just go ahead and do it now. There's no good time, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I think the people, when, when people try to wait or offset, then there'll be some other reason for them to wait. Uh, and then that can go on for months, years, what have you. And I, I have clients that have come in and said, I've been thinking about doing this for the last five years. I've driven by your facility a yeah. hundred times. I finally said, you know what? Today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it just needs to click for an individual. But I think once they come in, they see what we do, how we do it, 
the difference in in how we operate and the people that, as you guys know, are there. Uh, it, it's 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 a different setup by design. I just think people feel more welcome uh, in a typically unwelcoming, uncomfortable environment, i.e., a gym. So unless you're again, unless you're a, a specifically training for a, a competition or you're an athlete, you can you can walk into a facility and and own it. Um, for you the know, rest of us, uh, you know, it's making making them feel comfortable. If you had 30 pounds, let's say you had 30 pounds you were trying to lose, and of course it's not all about just the number on the scale. We've learned that from you over the years, Mike. But you've got eight weeks between now and the end of the year. That's at two pounds a week, which is a pretty measured but but sustainable pace of weight loss. You're down half half of the weight that you want to get down before you hit January 1st, and by the end of February you're done. Yes. Just think about right. that. I mean, yeah. that's why you should be getting on it today. Plus, it's a lot easier to get in the gym these days than it will be right after the 1st of January. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Is it a lot true. more crowded in January when everyone has their New Year's resolution that they're going to get in shape? In in the gyms? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. In my place, it it's not. It, we just don't operate that way. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, okay. we may get a little bit of a burst just because that's sort of the norm in that time of year, but it's not an unusual level I, uh, compared to, like, Every nine dollar and ninety nine cent gym in the in the world, where everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I need to do this, so let's go ahead and sign up." People can live without that amount of money per month. They may not like it, mm-hmm. but if they can have that automatically deducted from their <laughs> checking account, uh, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but we we hold people accountable. They have a specific appointment. They have a specific time, and and many people need that. They need that accountability in order to do it. They have the best of intentions. All of us have the best of intentions. We're going well, to work out today. Yeah. We're going to work out tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we're going to work out next week, you know, and it just keeps getting pushed off. And so we, we just, yeah. we just lock them in and make sure that they, uh, they do what they need to do. Yeah, and cool. it's true as someone who's basically lived in box gyms my whole life until switching over to fitness edge, there really is not that new year's rush hmm. like at the box gyms. And again, there are, there are people that the box gyms work for and we're not trying to trying to talk bad about them, but there is that New Year's rush. Everyone's made a resolution. We've done whole shows on New Year's yeah, resolutions yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> and how few of them get kept past like February 14th. Most of them drop off. But for a few weeks there, you can't get on any equipment because it's so busy. There really is not that at the Fitness Edge. It, it is real. It's pretty much steady any time of year you go in there. It's a pretty steady clientele. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're averaging an intake of four to six new clients a week. And that's kind of the standard amount on a on a annual basis per week. That's usually our our pace. Uh, maybe in January we bump it to eight ten a week for a couple of weeks or so, and then we're right back to that norm. So, and, and by the way, because we got to go to break here, why not get a family member a Fitness Edge gift certificate hmm. for the holidays? There you go. Then maybe that would account for some of the extra clients that come in in January because right. they got a gift certificate for their holiday present. Yeah, we we do that for uh, for not only uh, family members, uh, coworkers at the office, uh, business associates. You know, sometimes people have trouble deciding what they want to give someone, and just uh, an assessment with with me at the at the facility, um, uh, potentially a massage that we offer as well. People like that stuff, and they normally they won't do it on their own. It's one of those things. They won't that, get it for themselves. Correct. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, hey, we got to go to break, right, Eric? We got to go to break. We got to go to break. So when we come back, we're going to have more with Mike Jottis from Fitness Edge. Check out his website. It's fitnessedge-stl.com. And stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. Eye on Health, 97.1 FM Talk. 
We're here with Mike Jodis from the Fitness Edge, and we're talking about uh, getting you in shape over the holidays. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Or any, or any time of year. Right. Yeah. Hey, before we get into it, though, I do want to thank Dr. Art Taka for last week. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic right. show. Um, it was. We touched on vaping again, which uh-huh. is always hot topic, and it seems mm-hmm. like it's going to stay in uh, the media cycle at least for a while. Yeah. The CDC basically confirming what we proved on this show. Right? Yes. Yeah. We we were a few <laughs> days ahead of them, I think. Yeah. We <laughs> Maybe were. they were listening. Yeah. I doubt, yeah. I doubt, vitamin I E. A- it looks like probably vitamin E acetate is, is the, the culprit. That's it. And it's really only found in some of the black market or off market brand. The actual brand name stuff doesn't really have that in it. So yes, pretty yeah. pretty interesting. Um, I did see that. I guess the government is going to put out some official paper on it. I think next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully that'll you'll give us some more guidance and more direction. And but anyway, yeah, it was a great show with so. Dr. Taka. Hey, the the biggest thing I learned from him, by the way, because he's an addiction specialist. Uh-huh. Part of my argument and some of our other vaping shows was there was some utility to get people off of smoking. Yeah. But remember, he said, as an addiction specialist, he wouldn't even recommend it. Right. I, I yeah. thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That was yes. new new stuff. So yeah. anyway, thanks yeah. for coming on. If you missed the show, check it out. You can find the podcast online somewhere. Yeah, ionhealthradio.com, <laughs> 971talk.com. They're all up there. Great. Yeah, and yeah it's on our website. All, I put it there also, myself. Hey, look. I learned yeah, how to do that. Gosh. Look at that. I learned to do a new thing. I learned <laughs> to use go. WordPress. I put that on there. Okay. Beautiful. I well, I haven't even, is the website, have you updated it? I have. Oh, my Look at that. Not a huge update, but yeah, I have updated the website, so it's. No longer uh, 20 years old, <laughs> uh, out of date. Right. So, so people should check out the website. That's then. right. They yeah. actually should. Yeah, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not ashamed of it anymore. You can check out our website, highonhealthradio.com. <laughs> hey, That's great. Also, now I'm going to take a picture of Mike Jodis yeah. here. We'll get oh, him on the website. There you hey, go. oh, wow. Yeah. The right. uh, radio.com app has the podcast yes. as well. And there's actually a really cool new feature if you guys haven't heard about this. You know, you can rewind. Like your DVR, rewind the live radio oh, wow. feed if okay. you're using the radio.com app. So really? if you want to hear what we just talked about in the first segment, go to the radio.com fact, app. Just rewind it a yeah. few minutes. Let's say this. You're in. If you're listening to this right now on the radio.com app, just do it. Yeah. Rewind Why wouldn't it. you? Just yeah. rewind it. See if it works. And then let us know. Right. <laughs> That's great. And, and listen to go. us over and over again because... Yeah. What sure. else would you have well, to do? I mean, just make sure you turn off the radio.com app if you call in because we'll, we'll be all confused as to what you're listening to. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and actually, if you are listening to it on a podcast on radio.com, we are probably already at home. That's right. Uh, doing something else. Exactly. We're probably not here. Right. <laughs> all right, so we got Mike Jottis from Fitness Edge, fitnessedge-stl.com. His website's great, too, by the way, yeah. because it shows all the different services they offer and all the different trainers. And there's a different trainer for every different personality. Yes. Right? Correct. So, um, Steve, when you first go into Fitness Edge, Mike mm-hmm. himself does a intake on you, which includes a almost like a psychological assessment. Uh-huh. Cool. Cool. Right? Yes. I had to answer all these different questions. Uh-huh. And Mike determines that for me, when I'm working out, I need someone that likes to scream and yell at me and call me names and all of that. <laughs> Can we try that this morning? <laughs> Apparently it works. <laughs> but that's not for everyone, right? right? Some people don't want that. Some people want someone that's, you know, going to tell them what a great job they're doing and pat them on the back all the time. But he makes that assessment. How critical is it teaming up um, the client with the right trainer for their success? Really important. Um, so the hiring process at the fitness edge is pretty extensive. 
Um, I do three two-hour interviews with each one of the trainers, and that's if they make it to interview number two and interview number three. Um, we use uh, a form of Myers-Briggs psychological testing called the Eight Colors of Fitness, and that helps us learn more about the client, their exercise history, their family history, their mental state toward exercise. We apply that. And then, of course, knowing the trainers um, well, uh, because I went through that, we went through that hiring process together, I really know what their strengths are, what, what, how their personality would work with the client. And then all of the other uh, clinical and physical tests combined just, just add up to and funnel to what trainer or two would be the best fit for that client. And then I communicate with one of my trainers and tell them all about the client, all T's crossed, all I's dotted. And then they walk in for first workout and we're ready to go. There's no overshooting or um, undershooting their capabilities. Yeah. I mean, I imagine if you were, if you were teamed up with someone and it wasn't a good fit, you wouldn't want to come to the, to the session that day, or you would come and maybe just give half an effort and just say you did it. So, you know, I think teaming them up with the right trainer is probably critical for that very person's success and continued use. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, again, the mission, like I said earlier, was is to try to create and alter the lifestyle that they had been been practicing prior to coming in, make some uh, small or even major changes. Sometimes we do a total overhaul on somebody and say, hey, it's time to get busy if you really want these goals. So we just keep hanging those goals in front of them as we drive toward helping them to improve. Yeah, and I think a, a big thing that is different with Fitness Edge than other places is the accountability. And no for certain people, being held accountable will push you a little bit harder. Sure. And so we have scheduled appointments, and there are maybe few photos and body measurements that you're going to take to make sure that you're continuing to meet those goals. Because if you're just spinning your wheels, it's not helping you as a client. It's not helping you as a business because you're not having success stories. So I do think for certain groups of people, that accountability is important. No doubt. Yeah, and and the you know that's a part for sure. The other part I think that's really important is making making everyone feel successful, making them feel comfortable and welcome. That's also really important. So they when they come in, everyone knows who they are. So they feel yeah. extremely welcome. They feel really comfortable. That's that's a big part of the difference, I think, in what we do. It's not that other places aren't friendly and we're no, the most no. friendly. Yeah, but we this just is have a but this is real though. Do you train them to know who everyone even even people they don't train, they know who that person is? Yes. So oh, so you we, so we it, go through that yeah. process during the hiring. It is like a it's like cheers. <laughs> it really is. If you, if you walk I'm in and myself, like, oh. I'm like how I mean, <laughs> I remember you, but how do you remember me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. So that's a big part of it. Yeah, I think I think being um, making them feel comfortable, being comfortable as a client, helps you to want to be able to be there more often. Uh, come in and do your your cardio programming on off days, um, and just feel and, and knowing where you are and knowing how to get around it's it's and feeling comfortable within the facilities is the key and the people that are there um there's two um big classes of potential clients that i know are listening right now one is the person um, who has never done any sort of physical exercise outside of their eighth grade pe class right but they know as they're getting older they're going to have to do something 
That's a big group of clients that I do want to talk about. And then the other one, I think, is what's sitting here in this room, which are people who got very busy with their career and their own health kind of went on the back burner as they're raising families, putting food on the table and all of that. And I, th- I see the real benefit to those big groups of, of people um, at Fitness Edge. And you do see them when you're there. You see those two, two groups of people. Sure. So <clears throat> before we go, go into break here, let's take that first group, someone that's really never done anything. They have no exercise knowledge or exercise IQ, but they really want to start doing something. W- what can you do at Fitness Edge that maybe they wouldn't get if they just walked into a big box gym with no guidance? Sure. Uh, the thing that we help concentrate on is what we know people generally don't know, and that is the the anaerobic side, the lifting lifting weights. Everyone says, "Well, you're, you know, if I want better posture and tendon ligament connection and more, a, a good BMI, more muscle mass, less body fat, I um, my bone density means a lot to me based on a, a visit I had with a physician. Uh, just my cardiopulmonary health. We really help them." to concentrate on the lifting side um, in a variety of ways, dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, bodyweight exercises, all of those things. If someone walks into a gym and they sign up on a membership, they really don't know, as we speak right now, there's many of people that really don't understand the order of exercise when it comes to that part. Anybody can more or less get on a treadmill, hit start, find a speed and a level, and then they're in the gym and they're, they're doing something. So that's better than doing nothing, but it, but they're missing a whole side of it. It would be like if you exercised your lower body and never exercised your upper body or the front side and never the back side. You're, there's an imbalance when it comes to your exercise, and that's why that piece, the anaerobic side or the lifting side, is vital, and people don't know that. So that's where we help them to improve. And if you don't know it and you do that side wrong, you could injure yourself. Oh, yeah. Yes, you're either you're either creating you're creating compensations throughout the body by overtraining a certain area and undertraining something else, so you're already in a position of potential injury, or you're doing it incorrectly. You're doing the movement incorrectly. You're not teaming up body parts together the right way. Uh, it, it's a it's a problem, and most people, frankly, don't know. Well, sure, yeah, I can imagine not having any exercise IQ, walking into a box gym seeing all of the weights laying there and you just you wouldn't even know what what to do basically you could really hurt yourself so i think for that type of of client or or person who's looking to get fit having a trainer kind of hold your hand and walk you through it is is critical right and and because we're not a gym and we don't have 300 members on the floor with trainers that are trying to navigate clients through that sea of people and get to the equipment and stuff it makes it a lot harder yeah all right very good okay so we're gonna we got more coming up we got mike jottis with fitness edge stay tuned for more eye on health after these words all right we're back 97.1 fm talk this is the eye on health show and we're here with uh, Mike Jottis from the Fitness Edge. And during the break, we were kind of talking about how things have changed uh, over time and how, uh, you know, in the past, personal training was was not really a thing. And now it's now it's a thing. Can, <laughs> yes. can, you, can you kind of tell us more about that? How, how come it was not a thing and how come that thing is now a thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I started this thing in 1984, I had... Um, uh, a client that approached me uh-huh. and just, I was competing at the time. I was, I've always, always been a physical guy and started making a mark for myself and in, in the physique competitions. 
And a client, uh, a guy had approached me and he said, hey, look, I, I think you've got something that I'd like to, to, to learn. If you coach me, teach me, he goes, I'd like, to, I'd like you to pay me. Um, or he said, I'd like him to, to pay, pay you, you yeah, to, train, to train yeah. me, <laughs> yeah. to help me to improve my body. And so, you know, I said, fine, I'll, I'll gladly do that. So I did that, you know, three hours a week with him and three hours grew into six hours and so on. And he just kept referring people as he was seeing results. And within a year I was so busy. I, I was working seven days a week. Wow. Wow. It was great. I just kind of it just sort of happened. Yeah. Huh. And that, that's sort of how the Fitness Edge was born? Yeah. And I was yeah. just operating my business out of uh, out of their facility. And uh, But the thing I noticed was the overcrowding, you know, some of the broken equipment. Uh, sometimes the locker rooms weren't exactly up to par for the type of clientele that I was working with. And, Ew. and yeah. so, I, yeah, so mm-hmm. I eventually just yeah. got to the point where I was always doing what I w- was doing there, but I did it in my own place. And just kept my business model, which was private training. Yeah, and your own place way back then is that the same place you've got now? No, or no, it's grown over time. Yeah, oh, it's grown. I had, yeah, a, okay. I had a lease space and grew that about four times. Then I bought a building at the corner of Olive and Old Olive and expanded that building oh. uh, several times since since so, we're there. And so here we are. Yeah, yeah huge, so huge are, yeah. space. Yeah. yeah. First of all, it's centrally located, so it's 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 very easy to get to no matter where you're coming from in the metro area. Um, but it's it's big. And so even when there are a lot of clients there, it does not feel like there's a lot of people there. Yeah, it, It's it's big in a way that if you're thinking of like one of the big box gyms that are just cavernous and, you know, huge yeah. warehouse-like ceilings, it's not big like that. Yeah, it's strange. It's big in terms of plenty of square footage. But, yeah. I, you know, I, how many areas would you say you have it kind of broken out into? There's the cardio area, the, the weightlifting area. I'd say we have six, six yeah. or so areas that are, you know, segmented where every room is a little bit different. There's different types of equipment in each area. There's different purposes for each one of those areas. And, uh, you know, we, we, we moved clients through that space, uh, depending on what they're trying to do and, uh, and got them, got them through their workouts. Yeah. And you never really feel crowded. No. Um, and you always feel comfortable because there's just a different environment there that you have created. <laughs> well, and, and you know, getting back to your comment earlier about how all of the trainers wind up knowing your name yeah. after about two visits, yeah. which is crazy. But yeah. then you you know you start making friends with other people because you're yeah. working out with your trainer, and then there's yeah. this other guy over yeah. here, and you know, you just yeah, catch really conversation. Almost between like sets. a networking yeah. that goes on. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's been a lot of connections made over the years at the Fitness Edge. Many Ion Health uh, guests That's... that you will find out and about at uh, <laughs> yeah. Fitness yeah, Edge. Yeah, it's, it is actually we found out about Fitness Edge from an Ion Health. That's right. Yeah, uh, Doctor Shortino. Bob Shortino. Yeah. 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 Um, so we talked about the, the client who had maybe no exercise IQ, but is trying to make a change. And it's, that one's pretty obvious, I think. You, you know, you guys can educate them on what to do. And the other one that I think is really important is this, you know, the, it's, the, it's the, the man or woman who just completely put their own life on hold to grow a career, to raise their family, to put food on the table. And they're very busy. Yes. But if you don't take care of yourself, first of all, all that other stuff's going to fall apart at some point if you can't take care of yourself because you're going to get injured or sick or something. But they're very busy. And so so how does the Fitness Edge then then work um, this training in around that busy executive's schedule? Yeah, we have a lot of them, and it, it's, it's a schedule management. It's scheduling their workouts just like they would schedule a meeting 
or schedule to get their hair done or schedule any take their kids to a sport. It's something that they put on the calendar. It's something we highly encourage that they they book three, four weeks or months in advance so that it's locked in and they build around it. And I've noticed that every person that prioritizes their exercise and their health, everything falls into place below that. They're better at work. They're better at home. Their stress is reduced. They sleep better. There's just their their energy's up. I mean, the list is endless of the ups when it comes to prioritizing your health and your fitness. And it's just it's amazing the the life change they see because everything else is is better because of it. And then also when you're there as a busy exe- professional or executive or whatever, you have to be efficient, right? If you're scheduling that one hour to be there, we want to try to get the most out of that one hour. Definitely. And that's really what you guys focus on, right? Yeah, it's it's go time when we get there. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what condition a person is in or comes in with uh, when they arrive. It's It's a matter of finding out what that fitness level is, what they're trying to accomplish, and steering them that way, and then maximizing that time. So, yes, we're friendly. Yes, we're professional. Yes, we make them feel comfortable. But we also have a mission within that time frame that they're there so we have to make sure that it's we're not just standing around talking. We're 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 there to work. And I found that the whole scheduling process is very similar to scheduling a business meeting that we would, you know, kind mm-hmm. of be used mm-hmm. to attending. You and your trainer just you're just kind of texting each other and you're saying, Okay, when when are you working? When for me, when do you have surgery this week? When do you not have surgery? And doing it all. And then it's like, okay, here's the calendar invite for the for the training, put it in the calendar and you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, you just go where your phone tells you to go nowadays, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, the phone just, I just open it up and it says, oh, I have to be training at 11, so that's where I'll be, right? Yeah. And so I found that the whole scheduling process is extremely easy, too. Yes. So yeah, like, we, we do everything we can to accommodate because we understand that people are busy. So we're, 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 we start early, we work late, we're there on the weekends, but we do it because that's, you know, we're trying to help. We're trying to help people get better. And then how often does this happen where um, I think when I well, first was with you, I said, well, I can maybe give you a day or two a week. I had a pretty pretty nice home gym set up that I was, you know, tooling around in. So I'll maybe give you a day or two a week. And now, you know, morphs into four or five, sometimes six, <laughs> six days. Yeah. How often is that, does that story happen where they think they're only going to give you a little bit of time and then as you start seeing benefits, not just physical benefits, but, you know, mental health benefits, they start expanding the time that they're there. Well, I, I say that we're trying to create an even more captive audience. So if we deliver and they see results, then they're, then they're more interested in improving. So we'll, we'll suggest if someone's doing twice a week and we've made some pretty good progress, hey, why don't we try to kick it up 33% a week and see what happens over the next month or so. And usually once people jump into that or agree to it, and they see the change, then they're like, hey, this is maybe this is a better place for me to be now. I'm more fit. I can tolerate more. Yeah. I get more work done in the session. Now I'm seeing more result. Yeah, and it's so true when you mention affecting other parts of your life. One of the things that was bothering me is I, uh, the type of surgery that I do, I'm at, hunched over a microscope like all day. Yeah. And I was always told by um, you know, chiropractors and, uh, and uh, spine, spine surgeons and orthopedic guys, that I had the back of a truck driver. Really? <laughs> you know, was basically, I'm yeah. sitting all day just like someone that drives a truck. But one thing I noticed starting doing more resistance training and, and, and better types of resistance training, 
than trying to throw as much weight as I could over my head. My posture got better, and therefore sitting doing surgery all day became just easier and better for me. Mm-hmm. So there are ways that it impacts your, your life outside of the gym for the better. Oh, absolutely. I mean, kyphosis, rounding of the shoulders, um, which we're all susceptible to these postural deviations as time goes by because everything we do is in front of us. So we're on our computer, we're on our iPhone, we're driving a car. And even if you're exercising and you're a distance runner, think of where distance runners' posture is toward the end of their run. Mm -hmm. They're they're hunched over because they're fatigued. And so if we strengthen the posterior chain, the back of the body, and get people to stand up taller and straighter, and they get they offset that forward head tilt from always looking forward or leaning forward, huge difference. Yeah. Just I mean, in their biomechanics. It's one of the major job hazards for my particular specialty is, you know, neck issues from constantly being leaned over a microscope. Yeah. Uh, many guys having to have fusions in their neck or, you know, disc surgeries to help help that and you know my posture just got so much better training there and then so then yeah you're like okay i want to do more and more and more because it's helping me even outside of the gym yeah sure yeah. beats having neck surgery I'll bet. I, I would imagine <laughs> yeah. i would imagine yeah yes. yeah yeah well it's, it's pay it's yeah. pay now or pay later it's literally yeah, yeah, take sure. care of your body now so it will take care of you later people care how they look feel and move in their latter part of their twilight years and if they are offsetting the problems that are potentially susceptible, susceptible to being health or body mechanics or injuries, huge difference. Um, there's another class of client we haven't really talked about, but I know it's important to you because I see you working with these clients, and that is the the elderly. And you have them doing resistance training. Oh, absolutely. Strength, strength training. Yeah. Um, you would think that in, in maybe that class of, of person that maybe we would try to avoid lifting heavy things. Mm-hmm. but you you don't. You actually have them doing strength training. Is there some benefit that that elderly person is getting from the strength training? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're maintaining, holding on to muscle mass. Um, they're improving their bone density, the tendon and ligament connection, the range of motion, uh, flexibility. Everything that you want to hold on to is, is the goal. And doing, being able to do what you could do yesterday, every day is important. Yeah, and um, so strength training even in that group. So, okay, what if you've never strength trained and now you wake up and you're 70 years old and maybe you went to your doctor and they said, oh, your bone density is down, you're starting to develop some some um, some arthritis in some certain things, you're starting to waste, well, basically waste away. Can that is it too late to start resistance or strength training at 70 if you had never done it before? No. No, it's it's never too late. I mean, my my oldest client right now is 93 Wow. He, Which is not me. That's in. not me, by the way. No, no that's not you. <laughs> I'm not the oldest client. <laughs> he thought I was. No, no, no. I've been there. <laughs> Close. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it, yeah, but I'm sure you have to be careful with them and all of that. But, you know, again, properly training them on how to do it could have huge benefits for someone in that age group. We've talked about them on, this, on the show. Also, I think we did a whole show on the effects of exercise and dementia. Delayed, yes. Delaying the onset of dementia. I thought we had done something on we that. Did. Yeah, it was right. a couple years ago. I forgot. Yeah, get more exercise. Great. Well, okay. So we learned a lot. We've got uh, so so if someone's sitting out there right now, they're listening to this. What do you tell them to go make the change? They just gotta 
make a phone call. They got to do something to get started, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously look at the website. You can call us uh, at the Fitness Edge is nine nine three thirty three forty three or Edge nine nine three Edge. Uh, I see what he did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very clever. That clever. <laughs> and and uh, you know, I'm glad to t- personally take you for a tour. I will explain how we do our programming, our cost structure, package structure how each uh, section of the facility works, introduce you to some of the trainers. Um, I think the tour is the key. I think once they see it, once a person sees it, they they kind of get it. They get the difference in what we do and how we do it. Yeah, very good. Okay. Hey, we got to go to break. Eric's yelling at me. Because on non-audible yelling at me. Look at That's that. right. That's his yelling visual thing. yelling. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Mike Jottis from Fitness Edge. Check out his website, fitnessedge-stl.com. Stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. This is the Eye on Health Show, 97.1 FM Talk, and we're here with Mike Jottis from the Fitness Edge. So, uh, hey, I think one thing I was wondering about is just kind of in general the, the benefits of, of physical fitness. What what are the benefits that people are looking for, or what are people looking for when they come to the Fitness Edge? What are the main motivations for coming there? I think first they want to get healthy. I think that would be the first thing. I would yeah. like to improve my health, mm-hmm. um, and that's a more of a global picture. It, what, what does that consist of? Does it consist of me improving my my BMI, reducing uh-huh. body fat, improving my nutrition, which is a big part of the assessment process, mm-hmm. uh, my cardiopulmonary health, or a combination of all of those things. Yeah. Um, you know, we're also really, we're really realistic about the goals that a person is, is, you know, somebody comes in and they're extremely out of shape and they say, hey, in two months I want to be you know, supermodel right. or Mr. America or what, you know, we're, we're, we're realistic about what they can accomplish. I yeah. said, well, that's, that's good that you want that, yeah. but let's be realistic about your timeline yeah. and, and like, let's, let's just, let's start with smaller goals first. Let's just settle to, for less flabby. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, exactly. More strength, better posture. Yeah. I mean, there's a variety of things depending on the person and we really try to hone in on what those specific goals are and yeah. how we're going to get there, what it's going to take. So I, if we, if we set a goal and it's, it could be 12 weeks, it could be a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really, we really track backwards from that, that mark and what will it take per day, per week, month to be able to accomplish that goal? What do you need to do outside of the walls in addition to what we'll be doing with you inside? So that's important too. I mean, we could, we could train somebody beyond their limitations, put them in an ambulance after a workout. Again, not that we would do that, but you can't out-exercise Put them in the ambulance or train them beyond their ability, just to clarify. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just to make sure <laughs> just to make sure that you know they understand that if they put in two hours a week or three hours a week of exercise, they still have 165 hours without us. Yeah. What are we going to do with that time? So we try to educate them outside of what they'll be doing while they're with us under our tutelage. Nice. So it's very, very holistic. You kind of look at the whole, oh, the whole thing. For well, you, sure. You know, yeah. Mike, one thing you mentioned earlier, and this was, it's truly been a tremendous uh, help in my life was the uh, massage therapy you yeah. guys have shown there. I mean, that's, and it's not 
it, it's not your run of the mill, you know, I, I don't know how you describe the box store equivalent of a massage place, but anybody who's been there knows there's a wide variability in the talent level, sure. you know, and, and the expertise from uh, a medical perspective. And uh, I've dealt with tremendous, you know, really severe tension headaches, back and neck issues, and, and you guys help a ton. I need to go back, actually. That's uh, that's reminding me. I really need to get back in. But uh, that's that's something that is a tremendous help to your clients. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's another aspect that we encourage is, is the recovery side of it as well. Um, I, I I have people try to think of their their exercise program as now their sport, and so like an athlete, where an athlete will play, they need treatment beyond. That's that time on the field. They'll they'll need massage therapy. They may need some uh, some chiropractic work. They may need uh, some P, some PT, mm-hmm. uh, foam rolling, some internal external rotation for shoulders, things like that that can keep them on the field so they're not sidelined and training them correctly so we're not overshooting their capabilities and then they're hurt. That's bad. Or right. have them under train and have them walk out and go, gosh, what a waste of time and money that was. We don't we don't want to be either one of those. So that again, the assessment process will help clarify everything that needs to happen here for them to be able to accomplish their goal. The porridge has to be just right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not too hot, not too cold. Well fantastic. Thanks again for coming on. Um, it's always a good reminder this time of year to not get too far off of track. And uh, so we always appreciate you coming on this time of year. Check out the website. It's fitnessedge stl.com. Um, we had Mike Jottis on to talk about it. We'll have him back on again soon, I'm guessing, right? Right, Eric? That's right. Okay. And, hey, I do. we've got some great other guests coming up here. We have yeah. Dr. Jufra coming up next week. Right. And we're going to be talking about an interesting medicine for depression. Yes, we're going to be talking about ketamine, which is uh, re, uh, off-label for major yeah. depression, but it's uh, causing quite a splash in psychiatry. Great. That'll be exciting. Dr. Jufra hasn't been on. In a couple of years, I think we were at the old studio when he was on last time. And then the week after that, we're going to be doing a Medicare for All episode. Right. We're going to have an actual calm, rational discussion (laughs) about Medicare for All. First time in history. No, wait. Hold on. I'm involved in this discussion, (laughs) and I may not be calm and rational. I guess it depends if I just came from the gym or not. That's right. If I just came from Fitness Edge, I may not be so calm and rational. I don't know. Yes, what I look forward to, pros and cons, uh, kind of a um, back-and-forth debate style of Medicare for All. So that's in two weeks. That's That's going to be great. That'll be awesome. Yeah. That that leads right into Thanksgiving. There you go. Then you can argue with your family at your Thanksgiving table. (laughs) I I took that Saturday off. I'm just going to disappear from the studio for the big Medicare for All debate. So stay tuned. We've got a lot coming up. Dr. Jufra, we've got uh, the Medicare for All debate coming on. Also, stay tuned. After this show goes off, we have On the Money with Bob Stockdale. Just keeps rolling. The stock market just keeps rolling along. Keeps rolling along. Right. Thanks. Hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Get more at 971talk.com.